What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Buh. I am Harish. And, and I'm Terence. And we are from the YouTube channel or comedy brand Ministry of Funny. And we are recording the Yala Bud podcast right now. And it's a very special episode, right? Yeah, so but before before that, you know, it just occurred to me that we never really explained how we came up with this name Yala Bud or why. Yeah. I, I honestly think we need a jingle or some sort. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe we can crowdsource a jingle, yeah, crowdsource. a Yalabad jingle. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, essentially, why we came up with Yalabad is because we wanted something, a name that conveys that we want to talk about stuff, but maybe maybe offer an alternative perspective. Do you find yourself? You are, are you a contrarian? Like everything that everyone likes, then you have something. Okay, to admittedly, say about sometimes it. sometimes I I think I am. Yeah, I think I am contrarian, and I don't know just. Just when, whenever everyone likes a particular thing, it just to me seems less cool, less desirable. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But actually, that's quite on point for the topic this week, right? Oh, yeah. Cause no, we still haven't explained Yala oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm trying to move to forward. I'm trying to move forward. No, yeah. but, and so, okay, I think maybe we need to use Yala but more in the podcast as well. Yala okay, so but we need to come up with a jingle. jingle yeah. And when there's something that, okay, let's say... Uh, this week's topic. So, were you going to use the term yalla but in the introduction of this week's topic? No, I was going to say because we said like that every time someone really a lot of people like something, yeah, right? Yeah. Then you know you, you kind of lessens Offer, the coolness yeah. of it, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like this week we're going to talk about something that everyone <laughs> has a, Yeah, it doesn't. They don't love it, but they have a very strong <laughs> feeling about it. Yeah. So I'll make the statement, then you can use oh, our okay. title in something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Singapore social is a shit show. Yeah, but but what, Terence? I don't know. I think that was just an example of <laughs> yeah, why, just an example. why yeah, but works for yeah. us. Uh. So generally, I guess, okay, so that, that is the topic. So it's the serious topic, serious, somewhat goofy topic that we're talking about today, which we, and we'll have a second topic, which we'll get into later on. But for now, the focus is on this show called Singapore Social. Yeah, and if you haven't heard, uh, I think on November 22nd, yeah. uh, a new show launched on Netflix, a new reality TV show launched on Netflix, and its title was Singapore Social. Yeah. And who and it starts six uh, very good-looking uh, people of mixed race from Singapore. Yeah. Uh, and also featured many, many flashy shots of the Singapore skyline in the show as well. Yeah. And since its release, it's, what, how has the response been so far? Uh, so okay. So first of all, on November eight, the the trailer was released. Yeah. Um. It was. I mean, it's a Netflix show. Uh. It it really it debuted uh, globally. So in hundred and eighty nine countries that Netflix is in, yeah. it went in November eight. There was the trailer that came out. Is one out one minute forty one seconds, and the caption on YouTube is it says peer into the lives of young Singaporeans as they defy expectations and traverse the tricky terrain of career, romance, and family. So when that came out, when when I saw it, I was like, hmm. Okay, this this seems like just a reality version of Crazy Rich Asians, like, yeah. and people were shitting on it then. Yeah, and then the show came out on November twenty. But why why were they shitting on? Like, because nobody had watched it at that point. But why yeah. were they shitting on it? Really? Uh, I mean, it has a very it's one minute forty one seconds. Uh, they were shitting on it. So, just looking at the comments, the point of the show is a bit weird. Uh, who are the six people? Why are their lives intertwined? Uh, and there's all these jizz-worthy shots of Singapore uh, that really look like it's taken out of Crazy Rich Asians. Uh. And here are a bunch of people. And the captions they take, the, the quotes, the, the excerpts they take from the show. So it's one of the characters says, you know, oh, my ex-boyfriends are everywhere. And another one says this. So all these somewhat cringy captions they just put together in this video that doesn't... I mean, the show seems to be pointless. Yeah. So it was the, as expected, the people saying, this does not represent Singapore because Singapore social. Yeah. So anything that is Singapore inside, anything that's Asians inside, that group will get very charged up. So the complaint was, yeah, it 
uh, it's just annoying millennials, self-entitled, uh, good-looking people with no depth and all this other, other shit. Lah. So that was on November 8th and there were already articles being written about it. Mm, mm. And then November 22nd came out and as Netflix does, they release all eight episodes. Each episode is like 40 to 45 minutes. And then they released it on 28th November, which was a Friday, 22nd November, which was a Friday. And the following weekend, yeah, people were just sh- collectively shitting on it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when you say collectively shitting, like, do you, what, what kind of responses were So I would saying? say overall, it would be, these people are annoying as fuck. I watched 10 minutes already. Uh, they, they don't sound like Singaporeans. All of them have some weird accent. They all lead these very uh, shallow lives that is all about partying and hooking up. And uh, it doesn't really reflect the true Singaporean. They only show uh, footage at Newton, Hawker Center, MBS, all these clubs. What about the HDBs and all? The list is endless. Mm, mm. So um, I think, uh, yeah, there have, many people have been chiming in. Yeah. Uh, some of the, act, the cast members have also chimed in. Yeah. Uh, and it's just an interesting thing to, to think about. So full disclosure, both Terrence and I have, have watched the first two episodes. Mm. We have not watched the whole thing, but yeah. we've watched the first two. So I think we're... We're in an okay position because yeah. from what I'm seeing on the internet, most people are like, I couldn't stand even two minutes of this shit. Yeah. So we probably watched more than like 90% yeah. of Singapore. And Singaporeans. two episodes, I think we've talked about this before, two episodes is like a good, a good number of episodes to get a feel for a series. Uh, yeah, I think right. that, uh, yeah, the general rule of thumb is now because of Netflix streaming and binging, binge yeah. watching, you have to watch like at least two episodes to mm. come to some conclusion about yeah. whether you like it or not. Like. The surprising thing is like how many people are aware of the show? Yeah. Like just yesterday, we had a meeting with people who are older demographic. Uh, they also heard about it and they also echoed the same sentiments. So maybe we start with Terrence. We've watched two episodes. Are you going to carry on watching the rest? Uh, yes, I am actually. Yeah, and so am I. Yeah. And, but and why? Why? Okay, like what, are, what are your thoughts about the show? Um, I think all the, the bad press right now is actually not warranted. Mm. I mean, uh, the, the con- uh, just to give some context of where I'm coming from, I actually used to watch The Hills back when in the days when it was out there. The, it was a reality so TV show. So for our younger listeners, can yeah. you explain what? Yeah, the Hills <laughs> was sometime in the, in the early noughties no- where basically it was uh, covered the lives of this group of friends, a reality TV show that covered the lives of this group of friends, very privileged, very rich, very good looking, um, a lot of them blonde as well, mm. uh, living in the Beverly Hills area of, uh, I think Beverly Hills mm. in California. Mm. So it, it was essentially what you see in Singapore social, but imagine an American context with like blonde people and, and plastic but surgery. But did they go to like school together or? or? I, they're, they're this thing, I didn't even know. I know that they were just friends, but how they knew each other, their histories and all that, it, it was not covered in the show. So so that that was like over 10 years ago. La. So that was The Hills. And then on the other extreme, I also enjoy, I really, really am a huge fan of the recent uh, reality TV show Terrace House, mm. a Japanese reality TV show on Netflix that is super popular around the world and is the antithesis of what you imagine reality TV to be. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, have, I do watch my fair share of these kind of reality TV shows and I actually have to say Singapore Social isn't that, isn't that bad compared to, to, to these. Okay, so isn't that bad from a what? From an entertainment point of view? Yeah, from a, if you... Okay, first, first things first is... Uh, I, th- I think it's similar to our discussions about crazy rich Asians mm. as well. Yeah. Where, where I say if you, take, if you think crazy rich Asians is going to solve the problem of diversity in Hollywood and, or, and put Singapore on a global map for, for the entertainment scene, right? Then, I mean, you're expecting too much of this movie. Mm. It's a, crazy rich Asians to me was one of those Friday nights, you switch off your brain, you walk in the cinema, you just watch a show and you w- walk out 
maybe with an extra skip in your step, but nothing more than that. Mm. So if you expected it to be more than that, then um, you'd be disappointed, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't expect it to be more than that and just uh, critique it as a piece of entertainment, it's okay. It's, it's, it's possible, it's watchable, it's something you can watch and talk about with your mm. friends. So in the same way, I think Singapore Social is like that, uh, where if you, if you are the one placing too much expectations on what the show is supposed to be, right? Then maybe it's not so much about the show, but about why? Why are you placing so much expectations and what, on this what show? What expectations are these? What 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 expectations are you talking about? From what about? I'm seeing, okay, yeah. there's a lot of people. Oh, this doesn't even represent what Singapore really is. You know, mm. go and talk to the guy on the you know who's who's struggling to provide for his family, working, you know, writing at PMD or something like that. Yeah, and you know these people are there are such. The, 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 the stuff that they talk about is just relationships and, and then all they do is just partying and all that and they, I can't relate to the normal Singaporean and all. So those kind of things where they expect some kind of true representation of what mm. Singapore is, uh, that's why I think it's a bit misguided. Mm. Yeah. So, so for me, going back to using the same comparison, uh, so Crazy yeah. Rich Asians, we talked a lot about it yeah. and as much as you say that if people think that it's going to uh, increase diversity in Hollywood and put Singapore on a global map, I actually think it did serve that purpose. Mm. It, mm. It, it was quite a nice moment to see, okay, a film with an all-Asian cast do that well and yeah. it did put Singapore on the global map yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. What I disagree wholeheartedly <laughs> is that it is a good movie. So even if you take into, take into account switching off your brains, I switched off my brains and watch movies that are totally brainless but yeah. enjoyed it. I fucking yeah. hated Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. And this is not even thinking about oh, representation, no Indians, yeah. the only Indians are opening the car doors with big eyes and shit. I just thought it was a shit movie. Like. Yeah. I've seen so many better rom-coms. Yeah. So, but that's, that's entirely subjective also. Entirely subjective. Entirely subjective. Entirely subjective. Yeah. Even though yeah. I'm right. Like, but even entirely, entirely subjective. Enti- entirely subjective. It comes from, I think the moment the, you saw the Sikh guards. <laughs> Fuck like, you, no. <laughs> no like five, it was like, I hate this show. No, ten, ten minutes in really, I thought it was a shit show by the end. I was like, what the fuck? And I actually called Terrence after the movie to bitch at, at him because he said, oh, it's a nice movie. Yeah. Converse, uh, on, the, on, the, on the other end of the spectrum, I went into Singapore Social admittedly thinking, what the fuck is this show? And yeah. I still find it very cringy. Yeah. But I am entertained. Mm. Compared to Crazy Rich Asians, I was not entertained. Yeah. And that annoyed me. This one, I don't know whether it's partly because we know some of the people there. Mm-hmm. So just seeing them on screen, I think that might be a factor. And sometimes, I mean, as, as shitty as, as the, the context might be, seeing Singapore in a on a Netflix show, also there's a bit of a, oh, okay, that's interesting. I've been to that place. Yeah. But overall, I watched the first episode, I found it very cringy, but it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Second episode got better. And yeah, I just find it entertaining. So to me, exactly, you don't see it as a documentary. Um, you just see it as a piece of entertainment. That being said, I think it's, it just, a part of it annoys me because, uh, okay, so this, I, I actually think it will do well around the world. Mm. Uh, because, Everyone now, especially more than ever, there's this fascination with Asian culture and all that. Yeah. Even though this does not really show much Asian, cu- Asian yeah, culture, yeah. it's like Western culture with Asian props and Asian people. Yeah. What I don't like is that if this is seen to be the Singapore, if this is people's first exposure to Singapore, uh, then uh, it's a bit, okay lah. Then I just hope that there's more stuff that comes out of Singapore that maybe shows different sides of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my only critique of it lah. But that, that's also... In some way, that's also a bit, again, putting too much on the show. Mm, because mm, mm. you kind of have to start somewhere, yeah, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. the fact that we have a very nice airport. Everyone knows our airport, but some yeah. people have been to Singapore, but yeah. never stepped out of the airport, for example, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, if, if, if it sets up a first impression, right? It can't tell you everything about Singapore, you know? You, mm. you actually, but if it gets you somewhat interested, 
that's more than a job mm. well done already. Yeah. It's, it's very good. And la. I mean, yeah. on the flip side, I remember I remember the first time I flew to New York Airport, la, JFK. Yeah. All my life, I watched shows, right? When yeah. I went there, I was like, what the fuck is this piece of shit? Yeah. So on, in some way, watching Western entertainment gave me mm. a, an idea of what New York and America is. Yeah. But there's a lot of America that I would say even only recently the world is coming to terms with. La. Yeah. So exactly. I guess it happens everywhere. Yeah. Uh, it's, so that's where I think, I think my percep- perception of the show has also shifted going from like, I, I still find it cringy. Mm-hmm. I still find it weird that they talk with such American accents. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and some of them like I think Suki Singapura she's mixed and she yeah. spends a lot of time abroad sure sure Vinny Sharp <laughs> I don't know he's just yeah. he's just got a weird accent they, they have individual strange yeah, Paul, individual Paul accents Paul Foster he's uh, uh, Eurasian, Eurasian. Right? Yeah. Tabitha I thought spoke okay like more yeah. Singaporean like Nicole and May even May a bit Singaporean Nicole I don't know what kind of accent is that and I don't know why there's, there's, there's that accent. Okay, we're, we're so, waiting to the I know, very I deep end going to individual. <laughs> I but I just want we'll, to ask we you... We will get there. We will get there. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to ask you something first. Uh. Yeah. So a lot of people critique like, oh, you know, you show the skyline of Singapore. It's, so, it's not really what Singapore is on that. So compared to something like uh, when F1, for example, yeah. when F1 first came out, yeah. uh, I was actually overseas when F1 first started in Singapore. And then I switched on the TV. I, was, I think I was in New York. Uh. Yeah. I switched on the TV... And I actually watched that race and I, you know, I got my roommates, uh, non-Singaporeans to actually sit down and watch it with me as well. And then when they w- finished, when they started watching it and seeing the Singapore skyline there, they were like, whoa, Singapore's pretty, pretty awesome, cool. man. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And there was a tinge of like um, pride, uh, you know, like I think that that as a Singaporean living overseas and, you know, spending a lot of time explaining to people what Singapore is and where it is and all that. And for them to actually like, you know, uh, for, for me to be able to show them something on a, on a you know a typical sports network on TV, uh, was pretty cool like, And then the fireworks and the skyline is all very impressive. Yeah. So why is it that something like that evokes such a different response? Because when it's done in something like Singapore Social, yeah. where it's like I mean ad nauseum like you see Singapore yeah. skyline. Because okay, so I mean I I also remember seeing F one abroad and I was like holy fucking shit that looks damn cool and yeah. like wow it made me so much more proud of Singapore than like NDP or something like. Yeah. The difference is this has people in it and Singap- S- Singaporeans. La. Yeah. And these people are legit Singaporeans. La, yeah. Right? So so F1, I think people know it's a global thing. Mm. It's an international thing. It goes around the world. Yeah. I think this all uh, stems from the fact that people are putting too much on this. La. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know whether you can even blame people for doing that because to a certain extent, okay, this is like a first... Uh, I, think, I think I read one article on Rise Media that pointed out, okay, Look at like cultures that the world is very familiar with, where you have multiple shows yeah. about that culture. So if you have one show kind of showing one very small part of that culture, yeah. people of that culture are like, okay, like, you know, there's a ton of other shows. In Singapore, this is like the first show that kind of supposedly peeks into the lives of teenagers. Yeah. Because if you look at it objectively, these six people, it's not said they are from foreign countries put into Singapore for the show. Mm. They live in Singapore. Yeah. Um, and I mean, reality TV, maybe... So, okay, to those people listening, right, who think reality shows like MasterChef and Amazing Race are completely real, right? Wake up your fucking idea. Yeah, absolutely. I, I found that out like a few years ago and I found out that what Amazing Race is, there's certain elements of truth, but yeah. there's a lot that is that is manufactured by the producers. Yeah. So once I realized that, it's like fucking finding Santa Claus is not real. Not to say I believe in Santa Sad. Claus. So yeah. when I see this, it's a reality show and I'm like, yeah, like... If, if there's like some moment where they go deep and talk about something so touching, they're not going to fucking put it. Who wants to watch that shit? Yeah. But actually, the, the truth is, right, when uh, reading, because I read a lot of the negative articles yeah, yeah. about the show before I actually watched it, 
Uh, actually, there were more instances of them like cutaways lah of mm. showing you know Chinatown and you know lion dance and hawker centers. Then I thought there would be like yeah. I really thought that it was all MBS. I thought it was all nothing but Gardens by the Bay and stuff like that. But but there were little moments lah. And um, so to I just also wanted to not say cut the producer some slack, but I think they also tried to yeah. vary the shots a little bit lah rather than yeah. it all be about. MBS, then at the same time, so just talking about the people, uh, you know, the people yeah. saying that this is not us, this is not a real Singaporean. Actually, then who are we, or you and I, you and I, who are we to say I am what the the yeah. normal Singaporean <laughs> is? Uh, you know, isn't that a very uh, self-centered way of viewing things? Where where maybe because okay, I'm saying this because. Um, like I was just hanging out uh, at a work co-working space yesterday. Mm. Then I was just having a, one of those, I was at a meeting and I was just like having a breakfast with, with one of the, the clients there and things like that. And then around me, it was not all basically Caucasian people all working at a co-working space. Yeah. Then if they weren't working on their MacBook Pros and expensive laptops or what, building the next startup, they, were, they look like hipsters uh, basically with, yeah. with, with like expensive coffee and, and ponytails and stuff. So then I realized this is probably what Singapore means to them. Yeah. It's hipster coffee, expensive uh, cocktails, it's going to MBS, it's going to the Tanjung Beach Club on weekends. Yeah. And, and this is essentially the expat, expat's lifestyle in Singapore. So given the show is produced by a bunch of non-Singaporeans and all, right? Mm. Uh, they wanted a, a show that maybe reflects what their experience of Singapore was, right? Mm. So, so, so it's also a bit uh, self-centered to say, no, because this must be about us because it's, it's Singapore social and all that. Yeah. Because we, we know, I'm sure you know of some like expats also who completely live inside a bubble and yeah. they, they don't ever go out and, and really interact with real Singaporeans, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, they, 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 in that sense, that this show, it, it, it might relate to a larger audience if they are targeting that audience than the real Singaporeans. So then, okay, so then do you think it's because people are jealous? Think about the uh, show, everyone uh, is good looking. Yeah. Right? They lead like fucking lives, you know, they're partying, you know, like, whoa, like. I mean, I remember that Friday night when I had nothing to do and I was like, what the fuck am I doing yeah. in my life? And yeah. these people are always going through these things because, I mean, yeah, so is it because of that? Like, how many people can lead lives like that? How many people can grow a beard like Vinny Sharp? Yeah. And, and, and go, to a, go to a fashion show called Covetella. Yeah, Covetella. Covetella <laughs> and all that. And like, you know, just be like, hey, you know, are we going to get fucked up tonight? And yeah. stuff like that. Why so, not? is it because people are jealous? Um, I mean, it's, I, I think they never show like eating eating prata to a. But they do. But they do show them going to Hawk, the Newton Hawker Center. Newton Hawker Center la. And but also still, eating with family yeah, and all that. It still has that tinge of like. I mean, if you want to talk about real hardcore Singaporean, right? Like, well, like uh, yeah, like going mama store and all. Yeah. So, so is it because they they are showcasing a lifestyle that maybe a lot of people cannot enjoy or never enjoyed? Yeah. So maybe. Maybe not jealous, but because they try to be aspirational in a in a kind of in a in a way yeah. to show like what if you are an affluent young person living in Singapore, this could be your life, lah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, la, they, that might rub people the wrong way, where they think it's not an accurate representation of what um, the average lifestyle is like in Singapore. Yeah. Which yeah. it is not, lah. It really is not. This the, the show is not a like you said. It's not a documentary, la. Yeah. So it is, I wouldn't say people are jealous, but maybe they just mistake uh, what the producers are doing as, as aspirational content to it. Try and encourage people to, to, 
to you know also also contemplate on their own their own uh, place in life lah. So then, how responsible do you think the producers or the production house, which is Love Productions USA? So one thing I find funny, there are a lot of people shitting on the individuals. Yeah. But if you think about it, a reality show, it is all in the hands of the editor. Yeah. Like maybe like uh, Nicole could have saved this this uh, like person from having a heart attack or something. But if it was uh, like not the most exciting thing, they wouldn't put it in. Like, so we mm. don't see that facet of a character. But yeah. not many people are shitting on the production house. Yeah. Do you think... Okay, so it helps that I guess the context is we have edited a lot of our on-the-street videos. Mm. And when you edit anything that has real-life footage, it's it's scary how much power you have to control the narrative. Yeah. That's why whenever you see interviews on shows, right, you can make people say the dumbest shit. You can make them look like, like, like conveying an emotion that they might not really be conveying. Mm. And if you think about it, like let's say any scene in the, in the Singapore social or any reality show where they show a character that's pissed off, right? Right after someone says something and they cut to that person, they're pissed off. It yeah. may be something they pissed off at something exactly. else. Exactly, and yeah. they put it and they are creating this thing. So I also feel like, okay, this, these people are getting shat on. Uh, I mean, yeah, like you also have to think about the production itself and, and uh, it's... It's a tough thing and I think people maybe who are not familiar with if before we started making videos, mm. if you if I watched this I would have a very different perspective like, because I'm yeah. like, this is real. You know, people yeah. are really like that. But, but I mean the just some context, I think I love productions. Uh, this is the American arm of a British production yeah. house, Love Productions. Yeah. And some of the stuff that Love Productions has done before like, is like the Great British Bake, Bake Off, <laughs> which is a reality TV show that was really popular yeah. about uh, people baking and, and competing in a, almost like a kitchen... What's, it, what's the show? The, the MasterChef, MasterChef uh, kind-ish kind of way, but for baking. Yeah. So they have, they have obviously the experience with creating drama out yeah. of something as, as innocent <laughs> as baking. So... Yeah. I mean, they can really create drama or anything. Um, but the only thing is, actually, the, there wasn't even that much drama between these people other than... But there's, there's, there's the kind of watchable drama that... I mean, like even like all these relationships, you've got a bunch of good-looking people. Yeah. They are kind of seeding some romantic threads between them. Yeah. That's watchable. Right? It, 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 it is, la, it is. But, but at the same time, uh, having watched The Hills... Yeah. 10 years ago and then also now seeing Terrace House and how reality TV has evolved in the last decade or t- mm. last two decades uh, uh, I feel that um, you know nowadays it's really about authenticity right the, the, one of the problems with this show is that everything feels very forced yeah, yeah. right like, like yeah. the the text the, messaging. The text messaging seems like uh, it's almost like something out of Crazy Rich Asians then after that the, the dates that they go on seem like there, there, there's no there's no organic way of like hey you know you want to go for a date sometime yeah you know they, yeah. they just suddenly turn up and just go on a date and then you're like hey, yeah. what, 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 what is the context of this like you know so maybe maybe that's the thing like, the context of, I mean okay you think about it who are the six people why do they know each other yeah I mean, do okay, they even really know each other know? before the show so maybe that's why like it just caused like huh? then, it, then it really sets the world that is okay these people are forced together like yeah the dates yeah. you'll have this group setting then the two of them go for Sorry. a drink go prawning huh when when did that happen yeah, yeah. then you can imagine like because uh, I listened to the podcast by Esquire talking yeah. to some of the cast and they did say I mean we know uh, Vinny Sharp as well and yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, a con- confident. Yeah. We, we've met him before yeah, and spoken him. to him. And, and he really loves, he does love the sound of his voice. Uh. <laughs> really fucking, Vinny, if you ever listen to this, <laughs> you you have a nice voice, you have a manly voice, and it's clear you love it, uh, which kudos yeah. to you. But let's say if, if the character is, is, let's say they flirt with everyone, mm. and just so happens that two flirtatious characters, then they seed it just by editing. Uh. Yeah. You exactly. know, like, it's so, so it's, I mean, to a certain extent, I feel bad for them, but I've also heard uh, some of them say that oh they had no 
they wish that it showed certain aspects of their life that yeah, sure. uh, uh, maybe are less less about clubbing, less about partying. So here's another question: if you uh, if you were an actor entering the show, right? Like yeah. how how much justification do you have saying that oh it did not show this, it did not show that? Because uh, you did ask me that the the idea, yeah. right? If Netflix were to approach me, yeah, uh, and say oh we want to do it in the show, what yeah. would my answer be? Uh? I think it should be yes. Like. No, and as much as I say now, it it sh- it's not that clear cut. Yeah, I can see myself saying yes, lah. Yeah. But I would have to accept the fact that you have no control. I have no it. control about yeah. how they portray me. Exactly. So, and if you're entering a reality TV show, it's not say reality TV is a new genre, man. Yeah. You are literally putting your hands in the life of the editor. Yep. And I your think life in the hands of your the life. Yeah, your, your hands in the life of the editor. The that, that sounds like a very <laughs> different different kind of show. Yeah. So so if. I guess if 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 you want are okay with that, that's fine. But then it feels weird that after the show comes out and you say certain things like, "Oh, I wish they put this in. I wish they put that in." Of course, you can wish as long as you're not bitter about it and as long as you don't think you are you conveyed wrongly, Yeah. Because chances are these people are their their real characters are not exactly what we see on screen, Yeah. I mean, the speaking of bitter, I think one of the actors, Paul Foster, came yeah. out and said that. You know, some people are just haters. They will never, you know, be, see anything positive in the thing. I obviously, directed all the criticism yeah. towards the show. Yeah. And I think Yahoo, Rice Media, uh, you know, Today Online all had like reviews of the show that were pretty scathing. Yeah. But overall, um, yeah, from given your perspective as a, a media personality kind of, mm. what, do you, uh, how, what do you think of... Um, a show like that lah. Is, is that something that everyone, every person in the acting industry in Singapore, which is very tough, would should and want to aspire to do? Like I mean, okay, the, the reality, t- reality is, I think what you said is true. Like, in media, I guess anywhere in the world, it's yeah. never the easiest pro- uh, yeah. profession. And sometimes, I mean, everyone is looking for their breakout lah. Because yep. media is one of those things that there's no clear route of advance, advancement. Mm-hmm. It's not saying you work as an actor, you'll immediately get promoted after two years. No, it's fucking nonsense like that. Yeah. You get people overnight like Henry Golden go from like TV host to global star. Yeah. Uh, and you get people who, get, who fucking work their entire life and they never get their break. Yeah. So an opportunity like this is, is a bit tough for someone, let's say an aspiring actor in Singapore because what other show is going to get you exposed and even though exposure is a very dirty word, yeah. 189 countries mm. like and one thing I must give it to the show is that certain themes they chose are quite relatable yeah. like one thing that was really relatable to me was Paul Foster staying with his mom. Mm. he's 38 and I think his dad passed away years ago 20 and years ago, 20 yeah. years ago and he's been staying with his mom. same with me my yeah. dad passed away yeah. and I do feel the burden of like okay if I ever move out what is going to happen to my mom? Yeah. so I think they did a good job there and from what I've heard about other episodes the certain personal struggles are more universal yeah. than just Singapore. Yeah. So so that's why I think I think as a as an actor, you kind of if you ever get this sort of opportunity, you just need to bear in mind that it might come off showing you like an absolute asshole. Yeah. But if it gets you numbers and views and puts you out there, whoa, there's there's some pros and cons, there's some yeah. payoff. Yeah. Actually you know? the I mean, yeah, this is when you say about the themes that they explore, actually they do explore a lot of themes that I think are very relatable to Singaporeans. Yeah. Taking care of your parents into your 30s, you know, yeah. uh, not, not say taking care, but staying with them into your 30s. Yeah. Because in Singapore, land is expensive, you know, housing is expensive. Um, things like, uh, let's say you come from a family where your, where your cousins or your sisters are, or, your, or your brothers and cousins are all male and very successful. 
then you, you're the lone female and you need to, you want to do a startup and all that. Mm. The kinds of uh, resistance, the, the resistance you'll see not only in society, but w- within your own family itself. Uh, yeah. One of the characters deals with that. Yeah. Um, and uh, just a guy in his 20s, you know, having trouble finding, uh, being committed to, to whether it's a woman or committed to his job or, or what. Like, I mean, Vinny, Vinny, uh, he struggles with that a lot in the first two or episodes. Committed to right? Gillette or something. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what shape was he going to use? So, I mean, to me, the themes are relatable. Yeah. Um, where it's rubbed people the wrong way is a lot of their discussions about these themes come like after they, they show establishing shots of MBS and then there's some new bar and then they're like, oh, let's get fucked up. Then they start talking about very, very sweet <laughs> topics. And then that always like, huh? How did that come about? Like, eh? Why don't you all just sit down at like uh you know the chess the chessboard below your void deck or something like that and talk about these things uh. Yeah. It, it, that that could be made cinematic no, or but so. Yeah, I mean, haven't you had drunken conversations about life? You have, but they always do it in some expensive looking bar, say La Vie or something, or poolside. But what, you know, so people are saying, why don't why can't you do it at like somewhere normal, like like uh, you know, like a hawker centre or what, and talk to people like that? Huh? How to go from Covertella to <laughs> hawker centre? No, but okay. The one thing, as much as the themes are relatable, right? It was fucking annoying. This whole Asian parenting, Asian parenting. It almost felt like yeah. an American watch Crazy Rich Asians. What is the big theme in Crazy Rich Asians? Michelle yeah, Yeoh being yeah. the overbearing mother. La. You have heard of Tiger Mom, Asian Mom. It was almost like this show, okay, let us hit the nail on the head about the Asian parent. And like fucking the first episode, how many times you say, you know, growing up in an Asian household and all that. Like, fuck man, like, is okay, that's one aspect of our thing, but not every... Yeah. And this just feels like every every culture has that... That that traditional values like you don't need yeah. to be Asian to have traditional values. So yeah. I found that a bit too much. Uh, like okay, okay, I know everyone has issues growing up in an Asian household, but the number of times it was repeated just in the first yeah. two episodes, right? Well, maybe it's just the way, that, yeah, like like using the word Asian parenting, right? Yeah. It's a very general broad stroke. Yeah. Uh, and and I think Singapore because of uh, where we where we are as a very young nation, but with a lot of uh, financial resources, yeah, uh, and how our, our parents' generation saw us going from like a very poor country to first world and everything, so so that kind of thing I think is worth exploring. And rather than a broad stroke, it's like oh, this is what tiger the tiger mom is like. This yeah. what Asian parents. But is then like. you think about you think people in like fucking like I don't know Sweden would want to watch a show about Singaporean the life of Singapore growing up. No, for them for someone who's maybe not yeah. even familiar with Asian culture. You're like, yeah, ooh, all Asian parents are this. So in terms of making the show more watchable, yeah. you have to appeal to the lowest common denominator. But, but that's where I, I, I also disagree. La. In the sense that part of the reason why something like Terrace House, the mm. Japanese reality show, is so popular yeah. is because it really gives you this deep dive into how Japanese culture, uh, young people, between young people, Japanese culture is very different from typical Western culture. So you watch how they, the delicate dance that Japanese, young Japanese people mm. do when asking each other to go out on dates and things like that. And, and, and then you realise, hey, there, there is a way of the, that they do things in Japan that is very different from the West or even in Singapore and things like that. So that is part of the, that almost, what do you call it, hyper-local kind of uh, yeah. culture that we're talking about where that to us is like, huh, what the fuck is that? But thankfully in, in Terrace House, there's this peanut gallery lah. 
there's this group of like six media personalities mm. who who every I think twenty minutes or something they come in and then they comment about they give you a bit more context about what has ha- been happening. Oh, like the guy, you know, the way he just gave her a side glance, you know, that's a very telling thing. Oh, you know, that guy cooking for her is a very manly thing to do. You know, things that that you you might not understand as a, a Westerner or non Japanese person. Mm. Certain very little actions actually mean a lot more in another culture than it does here. Yeah. Than, that, than it does uh, in other places. Yeah. So, in a sense, I thought that was missing from Singapore. See, okay, yala but This is the first time uh, I'm using yala yeah, but yeah. Okay, to me, the biggest difference there is if you ask anyone from any country in the world, right, yeah. what is Japanese culture, they yeah. should be able to tell you something. There's yeah. samurai, there's sushi, kimono. Yeah. And I think because everyone has a general understanding of, of uh-huh. a wide, very broad understanding of Japan, Japanese culture in general, because yeah. it is in pop culture. Yeah. The world knows of Japan. They've been, Japan has been relevant globally for fucking ever. La. So when you want to dive into one particular aspect, I think people are interested. La. The thing about Singapore, right? What yeah. the fuck do people around the world know about Singapore? I'm surprised they haven't talked about chewing gum yeah. or the death penalty. Uh, because it when might come up. <laughs> I don't know whether future episodes... Because I think right now, it's literally Singapore is this little dot on the world that not many people in the world have known about. Of yeah. course, if you're in finance and all this shit, yeah, like, you care. But if you ask anyone around the world what is Singapore culture, there's no idea. Yeah. So it almost feels like this is like... This is just like, okay, like uh, the, the intro to Singapore. Yeah. Uh, not the most accurate intro. Yeah. But... That's why hopefully there are more shows that come out that people start realizing, oh, Singapore's more than just that. Yeah. And maybe in 20 years, we can actually have a show dedicated to one aspect of Singapore culture that might have global appeal. Mm. Right now, I mean, okay, you think about it. Like, let's say a show like Ilo Ilo, yeah. right? Or Invisible Stories. Uh. Uh, the upcoming HBO show about the lives of families in a HDB block interconnected. Who the fuck outside of Singapore is going to care? Yeah. So that's why I feel like, I'm not saying... I'm a fan of these short of shows. Yeah. I would never aspire to, uh-huh. as a content creator, I would never aspire to make something like Singapore Social. Yeah. Because I think it is, is the, you know YouTube, you have clickbait titles and, and like uh, skin and yeah. tits and yeah. all that, right? And that gets the views. Singapore Social is like the Netflix equivalent of that la, to me. Oh, it's so clickbaity. La. It's clickbaity. It's la. clickbaity. And you watch it, I mean, now I think everyone is so desensitized to clickbaity videos on YouTube. You watch it, okay, you go in knowing, okay, this is a clickbaity video, I'm not going to learn anything from it. Yeah. I think Netflix, we haven't reached that stage yet. Yep. Maybe that might be the trend for streaming platforms. There's going to be yeah. more clickbaity shows. Especially, think about how many streaming platforms are going to be competing with each other. Yeah. Right. You compare Invisible Stories and Singapore Social, Yeah. generally, I'm pretty sure more people are going to watch Singapore Social yep. because it's more clickbaity. Yeah. Right. But, but so that's where I, I felt... Is this uh, a Yalabad moment? You have to say Yalabad. No, no, it's not, okay, it's not it's Yalabad. Yalabad. Because, yeah. I mean, there's no right answer to what would make a better show, right? Like, yeah. I think your, your point was that they have to do it because to appeal to the lowest common denominator. Yeah. My point was that maybe doing a more hyper-local yeah. kind of thing might actually uh, pull in a, a longer-term audience that actually respects the content, mm, right? Mm. Uh, but, okay, no, it's not a Yalabad. But I think just adding on to that is that um, it's... it's uh, I think certain things could have uh, been maybe to give it more context for example um, like not calling it Singapore Social yeah. right because when you put uh, the name of the yeah. country in there yeah. suddenly uh, like like Terrace House doesn't call itself Japanese House of people of young people living <laughs> together they don't like you know actually, is it actually a Terrace House or what it is so, so the, 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 that's the thing the name of the show is Terrace House but all they do is just provide a house that the young people live in they still go to work outside They don't. we don't follow them all the time outside they go to work outside right? But they come back and then the interactions are all filmed in the house. Yeah. Whereas this Singapore social is like 
they sort of box themselves into a corner Same where has to, you have to be <laughs> in all over Singapore and you have to be fucking social yeah. or sociable <laughs> no, to be in the show. Isn't that the same problem with crazy rich Asians? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, so when thing. you put Asians in the title and they have to be Everyone crazy rich. Like, yeah. So, so that's that's when there's so, like, okay, the label the is wrong. Is, yeah. What would you have called the show, Terrence? Uh, that's a that's Something a local one. that of course, of course there's Rojak but Rojak was a yeah. TV show a few years ago but over around the world no one will give a shit. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, maybe I mean, given the age ranges of the people involved and everything, maybe something more about that, like uh, some millennial social. I don't know. No, but then then it's too okay. You can imagine how the show was pitched to Netflix. Yeah, Crazy Rich Asians was a fucking blockbuster success around the world. It was filmed in Singapore. Here we want to do a reality show following the lives of Singaporeans in Singapore as yeah. depicted by Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, that's essentially it. So. They wanted to build on the fact that, oh, Singapore is this very interesting Asian country that is not really stereotypically Asian. Let's do a show there. So I think, I mean, you know, like when we name our shows yeah. or videos, a lot of thought goes into it. Like, yeah. right? So this one, I think, was a very conscious thing. Let's make it Singapore social. Let's almost like like hyper uh, uh, kind of focus on this one country for good reason. Like. Mm. Because anything else like, okay, let's say Asian social. Yeah. No, then, but uh, yeah. So what... I, I'm going to speculate, la, right? Uh. It's, it's a spec- entirely speculation here, but it's that there's not going to be a second season of Singapore Social because the second, the next one is going to be called Bangkok Social or Malaysia Social. No, actually, Love Productions USA, made, have, they've done a, another show in Mexico. Oh, is it? That is a very similar kind of thing. So I think that's what they do, no? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Go yeah. Into this, they go into different countries and yeah. they just do this one show. Exactly, Probably yeah. everyone gets fucking pissed yeah, off. And everyone and they move, they move on. on to the next one. <laughs> and then they build a brand like, anytime the word social comes up, it means it's going to be really cheesy. It's going to be a lot of drinking. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of people just talking about relationships and all that. La. No, the, the Mexico one, I, I, don't, I don't know what the title is, but yeah, they, they have done uh, a show in Mexico that feels similar. It was called Made in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And similar, like the four people in the thumbnail are all good-looking people. Yeah. And uh, it is a very, it's almost like the stereotypically American pers- yeah, uh, perspective. Type, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. they come, okay, like imagine, it's basically, you know, when you talk to an expat in Singapore who's been here for two years, yeah. lives in Orchard Road, yeah. and they ask you, oh, where do you stay? I stay in Tampines. They're like, oh, where's that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the show equivalent of that, like. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one gives a fuck about Tampines. Yeah. I'm from. Th- I used to live in Tampines. It's awesome. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So so that's why. So th- then the argument is: Is this show required before other shows get made? Because the same argument was made about Crazy Rich Asians, right? Yeah. You know, we could talk about something that is very Singaporean, but let's just do something that blankets Asians as only yellow people, and let's because this is a watershed moment. Yeah. It opens doors. But is that really true, though? Uh. So you're asking if is, is the, it a good the, thing that this show got made? Yeah. Okay, because I will give it to Crazy Rich Asians that for once Singapore is known outside of Singapore for reasons other than the death penalty, chewing, chewing gum, gum, or being like some sort of the first third world to first Caning. world miracle. Yeah. It is actually kind of like seeped into pop culture. Yeah. So, and that is a is a nice thing. Like okay, like now if you were to go to Hollywood, right? Yeah. And if you just went to a studio and said, you know, I'm from Singapore. Chances are they will know where the fuck Singapore oh, is. Oh, Henry Golding, yeah, we yeah. Like him, yeah. Oh, Singapore, yeah, is a Singapore place with the with the building with the. I had a smoothie with Henry Golding yesterday, and yeah. he told me about Newton Hawker yeah, Center. Yeah, I really like his Singaporean <laughs> accent. You know, like his ex Singaporean. So, but compared to how it was, like, uh, like full disclosure, we also studied in the US for four years. Yeah. I was there two thousand five, two thousand nine. You were there two thousand three to two thousand seven. Yeah. 
seven yeah, right yeah. fucking no one knows where Singapore is yeah, there was a lot of explaining of yeah. what, what Singapore someone is someone asked me when I told him I'm from Singapore he asked me oh how are the Tamil Tigers Yeah. because first of all I think people got confused when they see a brown person from Singapore if they have some idea where Singapore is Singapore's in Asia first yeah. of all they think it's part of China and then they see this brown dude they're thinking, where the fuck is this? So I've been asked, oh, is Singapore in the Caribbean? Is Singapore in Africa? Is Singapore in the Middle East? Yeah. So now, if you go to the US, I'm hoping that there will be more people who actually know where Singapore is. Hopefully, and, yeah. And all these kind of things, changing culture or allowing people to learn about a culture takes time. Yeah, it takes so time. maybe this is opening opportunities to maybe make more shows in Singapore. Maybe next is, there'll be another show you know, like now everything seems to swim from swing from extreme to extreme, right? Yeah. Maybe the next show will be a more globally appealing version of like let's say uh, something set in HDB, lah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so I don't know. I mean, I'm like like I said, I don't aspire to make shows like this. I think shows like this can ultimately perpetuate stereotypes that might not be true. But just from looking at tradition, maybe stereotypes need to be made first before they are debunked, lah. Yeah, I think people have to even. Un- realize that something is a stereotype before yeah. they can do something else about it. Yeah. And, and and maybe this, what this show can also do is to fire up the imaginations of the people actually living here mm. into into telling better stories, like telling more stories, more authentic stories. As you know well. what? I think Mediacorp is going to come up with something. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. I'm sure it's already in the work somewhere. And then it'll be the same thing. This guy goes home, you know, eats rice at his table with his mom. Yeah. They look at each other and then a slow shot with sad music and, and the scene can take five five seconds though it becomes a minute kind of thing. But Singapore has done reality TV shows featuring young, good-looking people before, like back in the day. Like which one? Uh, I mean, like, there was the dating shows and... Aspect, was it good uh, though? I mean, they were all... Because at that point of time, reality TV was a big thing. So yeah. I think Survivor during the things. time of Survivor, Survivor and all that, Apprentice right? and all these things. So that we, we have seen that wave. Like now, it's probably you wanna, what, what you want to do is to create something that has to extend outside of Singapore, like, right? Yeah. To really, to really like, get, uh, you know, like I said, like Bangkok social, Malaysia so, social. But I guess like what you said just now, like this show, it just feels confused because I've seen a few episodes of Terrace House and even the boring parts, they still yeah. leave it in. Yeah, yeah, which yeah kind of anchors it down okay this there's really no reason to show why they're discussing this uh which bed they're going to sleep on yeah but that makes it a bit more real this one felt like yeah every composition needs to take uh. place in some setting where the light is perfect and like yeah it just felt like uh, yeah. everything is just uh, and that was that was uh, the hills uh, the hills was like that where where you don't understand how two people having coffee there's backlight there's backlight but behind at that point her, in time it was head. something fresh la, right yeah, yeah it was very very new it yeah. was a uh, Basically, it, it took a more cinematic, I hate to use the word, but cinematic approach to reality TV, yeah. which was interesting. And the show know. also, yeah, I mean, it's it's more cinematic than than just recording really on the street stuff, like, right? Yeah. Okay, one thing I wish there was more of is Lars. Lars, oh, I just okay. wish just a few <laughs> more Lars. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they, on a day-to-day basis, also, they use Lars and like a bit more Singlish. Yeah, Maybe yeah. the pressure of knowing that it's Netflix. Because like when I talk to people who are not Singaporean, my Singlish, my Singaporean accent does reduce a bit. I, but I just try to yeah. articulate more. I think True. I'm still, I still sound Singaporean yeah. like, and I'm very, very proud of that. Yeah. So I just wish that, uh, like some of the characters, yeah, once in a while, you can hear the Singlish. I loved it when one of them is dating a very Singaporean guy. Yeah, yeah. At least in episode two, she is. Yeah. And he was, the Singlish was there to be, to be shown. Uh. So, the, but that's it. Uh, do you think it would have been more, int- because, okay, all, the profile of all these people, they are, in the media industry, like most of them, actors, Except musicians, one of them, the uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Like, I mean, she's an entrepreneur yeah. and, and also 
sort of a personality. Mm. Probably even probably in her own space, she's a bit of a personality as well. Yeah. Like, you know, giving talks, advisory, and all that. So, do you think if they got someone with a more regular job, like a nine to five office kind of job, to be? In, do you think? Do you yeah. think that might be more appealing to people? I actually think it would, <laughs> because right now, right now. Over there, as much as they always say, you know, I'm I'm shy. I'm, they all live in a social industry, like, yeah. And they have no issues being social or even faking it. Yeah. They they might be uncomfortable as fuck, but they know how to behave in social settings. Mm. It'd be fucking awesome if there was one guy who fucking hates clubbing. Yeah. Like he doesn't drink. He yeah, yeah. hates prawning. He's a vegetarian or something. And then like everyone is like, oh, you know, meet up for a club. And he's like, no, guys, sorry, I got a meeting tomorrow at eight thirty a.m. I need to yeah. do a presentation to my boss. That would have been so cool, man. Yeah, and I think that's that's the beauty of like something like Terrace House, lah. Yeah. Where it really when you when you talk about oh, we appear into the lives of these people and their careers, right? Yeah. These people are really like they really have jobs. They really go to work. They have a boss to report to. They have the usual thing. They work until like six p.m. They're really tired. Whereas the people in this Singapore social, <laughs> I, I'm like, hey, wait, they're all just like. If time they meet, they're drinking. How about work the next day or anything? You know, like there's no regard for that. I don't know what day of the week it is when they're filming it as well. Yeah, and then like the, I mean, the, that was the texting scene, like It was yeah. so manufactured, like to film someone in a car shoot. Well, the context is that there was a scene where someone was inviting the rest of them to, to a event, fashion uh, show, and yeah. then she just she's in a car texting. <laughs> then suddenly pop ups of everyone in like different, like working at a desk, and then suddenly receiving a text. They and never all show that. like maybe they want great tick for fucking long. Yeah, yeah. Tick, never reply uh, everyone's so in spontaneous so that's that's when it kind of breaks the world of reality like. yeah. so again they don't they don't really say anywhere that okay they do say somewhere that it's a reality show but it's also yeah. not a documentary exactly so it just feels it's just a uh, it's like you know like one of those people who tries to be cool yeah. and like he'll seem cool for a while yeah and after a while it's all facade right yeah so so but, I don't know this, this gives me the point but at the same time Okay, like you know, like when you when you go to a social setting and they're just fun people to watch. Yeah. Because they're gonna say something stupid, yep, but they yep. can be funny, they can be nice. Yeah. Just entertaining to watch. And to me, Singapore social is like that, la. Yeah. Actually the 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 best part in at least in the first episode, la, when I watched it, uh, and, and I mean I, I don't care like even the spoiler for people because you either you watch it or you don't, la, right? Yeah. Is you know that scene when the when the Nicole that Bitcoin entrepreneur uh. is eating with her family over Chinese New Year. Yeah. And then the cousin is there. <laughs> and the cousin just gives her that, that whole lecture the, the about male how... Cousin, like, right? Yeah, the male cousin gives her a lecture about how Bitcoin <laughs> is a dying industry or something. Because he said he's been in finance for 10 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it's like the kind of like super... like you, Everyone knows that relative who's like very... Always shitting on your plans, your dreams, everything you want to do. They're you know who was on the one person who came to mind when I saw that guy? Who? You! Why? <laughs> I don't know. Because so many times when I'm excited about let's do some idea, you come up with some fucking reason why it's a bad idea, why it's not good and yeah, then I'm like, wow, in that moment, I empathize with Nicole. Oh, let's just contextualize it uh, that this is only <laughs> this is only once in a while. A lot of times, I also come with ideas that are like, no, that's dumb, that's stupid, it's not funny. <laughs> so, so, but that guy, what, what he did in that, that scene was Fantastic! I was just the passive aggressiveness yeah. of of that look that he gave. You know the the Chinese uncle kind of look. Yeah, just yeah. Appeared, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, oh yeah. you know, very yeah, very patronizing. Yeah. I thought yeah. that to me was like the most authentic performance in the whole the whole first episode. You no, know, so I mean, on that note, the conversation after that between Nicole and her friend Nara, she keeps saying Nara is her best friend, but she's only just meeting the mom and the family yeah. now. So yeah. that all these little things kind of like, mm, how yeah. real is it? 
Yeah, they say they know each other for nine years, but so, they start with some discussion about, oh, I didn't know you are half Thai or something yeah, like that. Right. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Huh? What? Best friends. Fuck. Yeah. So, so that's where maybe you think it would be better if like, because Terrace House, I know the first episode, they don't yeah. know each other. They, they each actually other. show yeah. the first time yeah, they yeah, meet, yeah. right? Maybe if they would have kept it a bit more like that. Maybe, yeah, that's why I think uh, good reality TV always has some, some little, uh, a little catch, like a little interesting nugget to it. Like yeah. the, the nugget of, everyone is staying together for the first time and meeting each other for the first time. There's a bit of excitement there, yeah. you know, like meeting someone new. Whereas this one is like, they tell you, all oh, these people are friends from the start and then you're like, hey, wait, are they really friends? They don't sound like they're friends <laughs> yeah, at all, you know? Right. Maybe, I mean, it would be cool if like halfway through the season, there's a twist also. Like. Uh, now looking at reviews, there's probably no twist, but I remember the first trashy reality TV show that I found myself hooked to, right? Yeah. Which I had to pull myself away was, I think it was called Love Island or Temptation Island. <laughs> it's about these five couples who go yeah. to this getaway resort and learn about how to be a couple. Then like, episode three, right? Fucking, they bring in ten, sing- five single guys, five single girls, all fucking hot. And they just watched the couples disintegrate. Uh. <laughs> it was fucking interesting. And then like, it, well, I found myself just watching it. I'm like, this is such shit TV, but it's so good. Yeah. And I watched a few episodes of Jersey Shore also. That yeah. is, that is trash. funny. Yeah. Like, it's trash. So this one, I mean, maybe there's a twist. Uh, maybe like, I don't know, like uh, like Vinny gets a marriage proposal halfway yeah. through. Yeah. And then like, uh, maybe Paul finds out that, uh, okay, I don't know. But some some sort of crazy twist. Eh? Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, everyone should... I mean, there's a lot of people... I, I've seen a lot of comments. I can't even get through two minutes of this. Yeah. Try to... try Just try sitting through like one or two episodes. Yeah. And then decide for yourself. Have a... Think for yourself like, is this really worse than a lot of the st- other things that you can watch yeah. on Netflix. It's, like, you think about it first lah, before, before jumping on that bandwagon. No, exactly. I always feel if you want to shit on content... At least watch the whole thing. Yeah. Because you never know. Maybe like I might end up crying by the end of the season. Yeah. And honestly, these people would say they can't get through two minutes of this. What was the last MediaCorp show they watched? Yeah. Everyone's always talking there's no content coming out of Singapore that's worth watching. Yeah. Blah, 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 everything is shit. Blah, blah, blah. But if everything is shit, then... I mean, this kind of thing, I still think it's a step in the yeah. right direction. Yeah. Like, it puts Singapore on a global map. Uh, yeah. And if it's that bad a show, okay lah, then now there's more reason to create something. Even when we are pitching when we are pitching to studios, yeah. we might end up saying, Singapore Social, you know, it was done, it showed Singapore, but it yeah. only showed one aspect, but it was still a buzzworthy topic. Yeah. Okay, maybe, we, so, so you're saying watch the whole thing, it's in all eight episodes. Huh? Okay, at least I watch two. Come, yeah, I, think yeah, I would say watch, watch, watch like a good yeah, hour of it. Yeah, yeah an like hour get through and the first like, episode. Yeah, yeah. Get through the second episode. Because it's, it's slightly, over half, uh, slightly over half an hour, I think it's totally doable. Like, yeah, to yeah, sit yeah. through while yeah. like, and like, it's fun. I think something. I think it'd be fun to watch it with a group of friends. Like, I watched it with my girlfriend, and yeah. it was fun to kind of like critique it, critique right? and like say, you know, that person shouldn't have said that. Of course, with the back of my head, uh, and I'm guessing the back of her head also, knowing that a lot of this is is yeah. fabricated, like, yeah. As in, not say fabricated that they're saying stuff that is scripted, but there are many ways. Like for example, the date where they went prawning or something. Yeah. They just made them go together and then yeah. see what happens. Uh. Mm-hmm. And they probably recorded hours and hours of footage. I heard yeah. it, re- it was recorded over three months. Yeah. So there's a ton of footage. Like even any, just to give an idea, when we do a video on, a, on the street that comes up to about two minutes plus yeah. of actual on the street footage, we are filming for like seven hours. Yeah. Uh, and we are on the street for seven hours. The actual footage we might get might be like two to three hours. Yeah. And we condense it. Like. Yeah. So I can only imagine how much footage they have to throw through. Maybe yeah. there's like a, a director's cut Maybe right, there's yeah. a heartland cut where they yeah. go to like the heartlands of Singapore. Instead of Tanjong Beach Club, they go to like Kampong Glam or something, Hete Tarek, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, I mean, even, even Bugis or something. They go yeah. to Bugis Street, you know? But I mean, yeah, yeah. So, so to me, uh, you don't have to watch the whole season. Yeah. Even, even from, 
to me, I, I also differ in some ways. I feel like in movies, you don't have to watch the entire thing if you don't like it. No, I always watch, feel... Watch a good hour of <laughs> no, it. Watch a good hour no, I always feel it's not your because thing, I, then, then I, it's I, fine. I am more than... I mean, I, as much as I love to shit on other people's content, I'm also... I would like to think that I'm open to people shitting on my content. Yeah. And the only way I can shit on people's content without feeling guilty is by giving it a chance and watching the whole thing. Yeah, yeah no, but then, then, you should, then you, everyone should watch all eight episodes of Singapore Social. To uh, give it a chance. So not everyone thing. is to share the same perspective <laughs> as me. Exactly. So I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying <laughs> yeah, I have parents. a different perspective that time is precious. You know, spend time with your family, <laughs> take care of your mother and your father, spend time with them while they're, they're yeah, on the Yeah, second episode, everything. you see Paul Foster take care of his mom. You only watch the first episode, then you don't see okay. that, right? Yeah, yeah, so I think at least give it a good hour. Okay. If, you, if you give yeah, it okay, anything a good, a good hour, hour yeah. like you give your neighbor a good hour to rent or something, I feel that that's a lot already, like, you know. So, 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 in the same way for content, give it a good hour. Really, the so. last movie I watched with you that you walked out, I don't think you gave it an hour. I think you gave it like it, 20 minutes. No, no, no. won't say the name was, of the movie. It was about an hour. It was about an hour. I remember quite clearly. But, but it was, yeah, it was a bit slow for me. But, yeah. Oh, shit. That was 52 minutes. Yeah, we had a lot to say about it. Oh, fuck. But, yeah. But yeah. that was actually our serious topic of yeah. the week. Yeah. But we actually have a more uh, light-hearted topic yeah. that we usually talk about, which yeah, is... So, so before we go there, so yeah. like, I mean, as always, we like to hear what you guys think. Oh, yes. Uh, and we love reading your DMs on Instagram. Please yeah. let us know what you think about Singapore Social. Yeah. If if any of the get, of the cast listen to this and would like to have a chat with us about the show, actually, yeah, maybe we should reach out to all of them. Yeah, yeah, Ask we'll Vinny to come, to. Uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Vinny have to make sure great. that he don't ends up ends up talking by himself the whole podcast. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> He's got a nice voice, like I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that away man. from him. I won't yeah. take that away from him. His either. beard is spectacular. All of them are good looking. Uh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are. So, yeah. so yeah, so so maybe we we'll, we 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 might do a follow. Maybe once we re- watched all eight episodes, we can do another yeah another podcast on yeah, it. Yeah, once we've once we've done all eight episodes, maybe your perspective might change. Yeah, so yeah, like you feel like fuck, I wasted how many hours of my life. I could have spent time with my mom. Yeah, Fuck. but so shout out to that the YouTuber Sneaky Sushi. I think he he did it. He did exactly that lah. Where uh, he he watched the trailer first, then he said, oh, "I'm going to watch all eight episodes now." And then four hours later, he did another reaction. Oh, is it? it? Yeah, so it was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. respect, man. Yeah. All right. So quickly on to the next goofier topic. Even though the first topic was goofy enough. Yeah. What is the topic, Terrence? Uh, I don't. Have oh, open oh I'm supposed. So, oh, so yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's can, my turn. My yeah. turn. Yeah. Uh, my turn, yeah, technical difficulties. So, okay, from what I understand, there was a case at W Hotel that happened. Let me see, let me see, let me see. I think uh, last week or something, right? Last week. Uh, it was. Uh, 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 I mean, November, yeah, on November 12th. Yeah. So, uh, around November 12th, there were this group of teenagers who checked into the W Hotel at Sentosa. And apparently. When they checked in, the toilet door, the sliding door was already jammed and, and rough and tough to close. Yeah. So one of their friends got stuck in or two of their friends got stuck in mm. and together they tried to get them out and they ended up breaking the toilet door. Yeah. Then they called the hotel staff and the hotel staff came and tried to fix. But then, but then, the hotel a staff, there's a yeah. twist. Yeah. <laughs> there's a twist. The hotel staff found this suspicious looking powder in a container yeah. carried by one of the teenagers. And immediately... As you would expect, people see powder uh, around the scene of some potentially unruly behavior. What do they think it is? Singapore social. <laughs> <laughs> drugs. Drugs, yes. Drugs, the one thing that Singapore social hasn't talked yeah. about yet. <laughs> drugs. They think it's drugs. So if you Google it, I mean, it literally is white powder. La, and apparently, it is some deodorant kind of thing. Uh, it is called... 
Tawas powder. So it's this powder that you put on your armpit that makes yeah. it deodorizes it. Uh, I don't know, makes it less stinky and whatnot. So what happened was the W Hotel called the police and the teenagers were kept in custody for 14 hours. Yeah, and, and the girl, I think the person who got arrested, the, the teenager, she went on Instagram stories and ranted about how W Hotel, you know, basically didn't believe her even though she was paying guests. And subsequently, the police also, like, I think for 14 hours, they, didn't, they only gave her them like one meal and they stayed overnight in jail and, and they weren't yeah. treated very nicely and all that. <laughs> Which I find also a bit... Yeah. Uh, like what were you expecting, right? Yeah. I mean, it's white powder. Like, you look at it, it's white powder. Yeah. And honestly, like, if the toilet door is not working and for... 30 minutes they are stuck yeah. and you're trying to open it. Wouldn't you call the hotel first? Yeah, so the context, I mean, obviously these people are very angry about something, right? But yeah. uh, you think about the context of the, the, the staff, the hotel staff that came to investigate. You, you get a frantic call and then yeah. you walk in, there's a bunch of 18 to 19 years old, 19 year old kids who are not sure what they were doing all in the hotel room. Lah, because I, I, in I a broken glass door. Yeah, I wouldn't presume that they're all staying in the room together. So they yeah. might be having a party or something. And then there's like a, yeah, a huge broken glass door. We're not talking about like a small, a small door to, or like a cabinet door. We're talking about like the door that leads from the room to the toilet or something. Mm. The whole door is shattered. And then you see some white powder like yeah. lying around. I mean... There, there is some grounds like, hey, what's going on here, right? Yeah, you know? so, so it's a bit weird because can you imagine, okay, let's say, let's say the hotel staff were like, you know what, this might not be drugs. Yeah. We can let you guys off. Yeah. And then someone, and they find out it's actually drugs, then yeah. they are fucked, what? Yeah. By all accounts of whatever sensors they have without using equipment, it looks like drugs. Yeah. Uh, and if you can't verify it, so, so they also said the hotel staff didn't ask them what it was. Yeah. Which finds a bit like, uh, really? Like, I mean... Okay, think about it. If you're a hotel hotel manager, right? Yeah. This is or, or at night, right? Yeah. The last thing you want is to have to deal with potential drugs. Yeah. Because yeah. you're going to have to do a whole bunch of fucking paperwork, a whole bunch of admin work. Why would they want to do it if they weren't really suspicious of it? Like? And then it almost says yeah, they were treated like criminals in jail. I mean, <laughs> if you have white powder, broken glass, you're put in jail. Uh, I think... The, the bigger concerns than yeah, the bigger concerns and. I mean, it's one of those things that just... It, it felt like for the hotel staff, it's the lesser of two evils. Uh. Yeah. You get these people in... Uh, granted, okay, maybe they could have been... Maybe it didn't need to take 14 hours. But the flip side to that is if they let them go and it actually is drugs, yeah. then what are they going to do? Yeah. So I just find... And the father of one of the uh, teenagers shared a post on Facebook and it got 6,500 shares. Yeah. Admittedly, I don't know what the shares say. But it just feels like one of those things like... Really? I mean, yeah, it's probably really it was really just a misadventure for everyone involved. Uh. I think yeah. the the young kids maybe maybe they were putting put up putting ourselves in their shoes. Maybe something did happen at the door. Yeah. But they got really frantic and, and they spent half an hour like, oh shit, do I report it? Why they charge us money and things like that? And then but why is the deodorant powder <laughs> open and lying around? No, even then I was thinking maybe the deodorant powder is really fucking awesome. Maybe yeah. you put it on your armpits and you smell like roses and, and vanilla. Yeah. But like it's just one of those things that but can you imagine like in future like at fucking drug checks at airport, not only do they use the sniffer dogs to smell your bags, they smell your armpits as well. Yeah, like, like, okay, okay, this person has has nice smelling armpits. Deodorant uh, powder. This deodorant <laughs> powder it has to be deodorant powder. It has to be. So like fucking and the deodorant makers don't make it white powder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah make it something like thing. fucking granulated a bit more. You get that crystal deodorant and all that. <laughs> this is just like the perfect storm of just 
idi- like uh, not say idiots, but just a perfect storm of missteps. Uh, yeah, exactly. That resulted in one huge scenario which really didn't need to happen. Yeah. I pity the hotel staff also. They're yeah. like, wow, fuck, that night also was just ruined. Uh. Yeah, the last thing also was was the last misstep to me also is like sharing this all over social media. Yeah. Also, because it's, I mean, it's just a bit, I'm reading it, I'm like, really, really? Yeah, so story? what's going to happen to the staff? I hope they didn't lose their jobs or something. I don't know, man. But but maybe, there's just a protocol. Like, if there's very serious damage to yeah. hotel property, someone needs to be called in to investigate or something. Yeah, like. I think the biggest window to come out is this fucking Tawas powder. <laughs> what the fuck is this, man? It's free advertising. Yeah. You will learn it. You, there's a, just an article on Metropolitan Girls, Tawas powder. It's alum powder. It's an eco-friendly yeah. material made from real mineral salts. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. The crazy thing is this, this drama sounds even more drama than Singapore social. Yeah, itself, so right? this kind of stuff should be made into Singapore social. <laughs> then like suddenly they step on some blue tech and then they're like, what the fuck this is this chewing gum? Yeah. And then there's like some shisha in the corner. <laughs> oh, I love it. Then, then it's like Singapore social and then the, the six of them in a jail cell for yeah. the night, 14 hours. I would yeah. watch that shit. And they're already at W Hotel. It's yeah, like a clubbing, right. clubbing kind yeah. of venue. <laughs> It's really set up for that. Exactly. So season two, Singapore Social, get these people. Yeah. Get fact, the contract. It'll be so easy to film. Single location. Yeah. Just get like, plant all the shit, get them in jail for eight hours. You have eight hours of footage, <laughs> definitely can make one episode. Yeah. Queenstown Social. Yeah, Queenstown Social. <laughs> <laughs> ISD. Yeah, the show. Yeah. So, so that's, that was a, a nice way to end off uh, the story for this because it's, it's hard to feel bad for them. La. Yeah. Yeah. My God, my God, my God. So, on to the third and final segment of our podcast, One Shook Thing for the Week. Yeah, what is your One Shook Thing? Can you go first? Week? Or for me to go first? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, it's... Uh, there, there's, uh, well, well, there's a bunch of different things. Uh, let me have, I have to think through a little bit <laughs> about it. Uh. But I mean, if, I'm, if we're, do I have to do it if, we're, we're still, if we have to force it out? Yeah, actually, maybe, yeah, maybe no. We should put a stand. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that comes to my mind that has one shook thing. Maybe Singapore Social was just so shook then. Yeah, it's just all the shook <laughs> space in, shook, my brain has, in my brain has been taken up. Uh. Yeah, that was like the shookest thing this week already. Yeah. Uh. And let's not do a Singapore Social and, and fake having a one shook thing for a week when we actually don't. Yeah, maybe maybe it's not. It's one of those weeks where we hold back on the one shook yeah. thing. Because it's the first, no. It's every, the first. Everyone should contemplate a little bit about... Yeah, what, what really is shook yeah, to you? What is shook yeah, to you? What, what is shook? What yeah. is the meaning of shook? <laughs> maybe they just should have called the show that. Yeah, Singapore shook. Eh? Yeah, Singapore shook Singapore. <laughs> everyone will be, huh? What the fuck is this? That'll be awesome. Then people will be some, I don't know, some maybe Malaysia might say, hey, shook, we coined the word. And then Singapore, we know shook is our word. And that would be a whole other uh, story. Actually, there needs to be a show called Shok. Yeah, I think I'm sure at some point it will come up. Yeah, I'm sure. So yeah, that that's all we we have to say about our our three things that two la, to, that we wanted to talk about. Yeah, maybe we'll save the one shock thing for next week. Maybe then next we week we have two shock, yeah, two yeah, two shock things, things each. Week. And we, we spend a bit more time <laughs> yeah. think, thinking of what really makes us happy. Exactly. Because Singapore social really has made us think carefully about it. La. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> Singapore social. Singapore social. Exactly. So catch it on Netflix if you can. This is not yeah. is not sponsored, but, yeah, not sponsored. but we we actually catch I think both it, yeah. of us do endorse like watching at endorse least watching two episodes. And yeah. then form your opinion. Form your opinion. Yeah, don't just then, base it on yeah. a trailer in the first five minutes. Yeah. Especially don't base it on what people say on Facebook. Yeah. Because it'll give you a very skewed. View don't be Singaporean and just listen to other people. <laughs> ah. Boom. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Right. Peace, Peace out. Peace out, people.